Welcome to episode 102 of the Vino and Vaginas podcast. Today, we are presenting you with our Sunday Sipper, a short, fun episode that's talking all about the history of the vibrator. I promise you, you're going to learn some things and hopefully have some fun along the way. Welcome to Vino and Vaginas, the podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Dion, and I'm here to bring you interviews from the absolute best and brightest in their field, all about issues related to being a woman, from health and fitness to sex and dating and everything in between. My mission at Vino and Vaginas is to explore these topics, health, sexuality, and everything related to being a woman in a fun and safe environment free of shame, embarrassment, or stigma. It's going to be an amazing time. Now, let's get to it. Okay, today we are excited to bring you the first in what's going to be a periodic episode series um, that we're going to have on the show, and it's going to be called Sunday Sipper. The purpose of this is it's going to be a little bit shorter, bringing you fun and entertaining, and as always, informative information. Now, these are going to be a slightly different format because I won't be interviewing a guest, but I'm super excited to announce that I won't be alone. In fact, I want to introduce you to my amazing colleague and Sunday Sipper co-host, Lindsay Seal. Welcome, Lindsay. Hi. I'm so glad you're Thank here. Thank you. Now, I was going to say, I wish I was physically there because it would be a little nicer weather-wise. Right. So Lindsay is actually in the Great White North. So she's in Whitehorse. And I think I saw that it snowed there today. Uh, yeah, not only did it snow yesterday, but it is currently minus 18 degrees. Oh my gosh. I'd like to tell you it's like positive like 10 right now here. So sorry about your luck there. That's quite all right. I have a million layers on and I'm just adapting. I'm getting used to it. I love it. Now, Lindsay and I actually worked together in the past and she was always part of this Vino and Vaginas plan, but then she went and moved away. But luckily through technology, we can still have her co-host periodically with us. So I'm pretty excited about that. Me too. Now, before we get into the episode, let's talk a little bit about the name. So today, like I said, we're calling it Sunday Sippers, but Linz, what the heck is a sipper? Okay. You know, those tiny little crystal wine glasses that everyone's grandma had, Well, it turns out they're not just fancy shot glasses. They're sippers for dessert wines and ports. So a sipper is like a tiny little wine glass. That's perfect name then for our tiny little episode. (laughs) Right? And just a quick fun fact aside, if you Google a picture of a port sipper, found these really cool little wine glasses that kind of look like a pipe. So you can drink them like a straw instead of getting your teeth all full of red wine. Oh my gosh, is that true? I'm going to have to Google this and yeah, maybe I'll, uh, pretty I'll, throw it up. I'll throw it up on the website or on Instagram so you guys can see what it looks like too. All right. So yes, today, today for the first Sunday sipper, we're pretty excited to bring you a topic that I think is pretty cool. And that's the history of the vibrator. And I have to tell you, when I was researching this, I did not realize it was quite so involved and there's a lot more aspects to it than I ever thought. So If I asked you, Lindsay, before we did this research, if I said to you, like, what, like, how did the first vibrator come to be? What would you have said? 
What I really wanted it to be was some badass woman in the 70s invented it during the sexual revolution. But I had a pretty strong feeling it wasn't that cool. Um, and that it probably had something to do with an old white dude saving women from themselves. Um, and turns out that's kind of where the going story comes from. Of course, right? And there was, uh, yeah, exactly. There's a movie in 2011 with Maggie Gyllenhaal called Hysteria. And the movie talked about a male doctor named Mortimer Granville who invented the vibrator in the name of medical science in 1883. Oh, I did hear. I never actually watched this movie, but I heard all about it, of course. And uh, like, it kind of was a big deal for a while. Now, why did they say that this Granville dude invented the vibrator? Yeah, great question. So he was, of course, a medical doctor and he was in London and um, half of the women around him were suffering from this condition called hysteria, um, which we now know to not be a legitimate medical condition. Oh my gosh, when I first um, heard- But at the time- Like when yeah, I first heard yeah. this word hysteria, I'm like, I'm like, is it literally a woman in hysterics? Like, wh like what is hysteria? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I thought as well. But turns out it just covers anything from your common cold, headache, toothache, stomach upset, um, really anything that a woman might suffer from um, was termed hysteria. Oh, of course. So basically some sort of, you know, ailment. Yes, because women couldn't possibly be suffering from anything legitimate. It was just they were crazy, obviously obviously oh that's terrible and so granville decided he needed to treat these women in some way is that what's going on exactly it was um the vibrator was considered a cure-all oh my gosh well i mean <laughs> crazy that they would think that physicians were you know creating this cure-all to fix everything yeah i mean I think we can all agree an orgasm does fix a lot of things, but uh, maybe not everything and maybe not all medical conditions. Absolutely. Well, Linz, absolutely. You're right that this idea was thought to be the origin of the vibrator. I did a lot of research and this kept coming back. Um, not only was it this movie, right, but there was actually presentations that were done in universities. There was other popular media articles on it and actually there was even more plays and documentaries so this idea is very very out there when it comes to the origin and it was all actually based on a book which was written by a historian named Rachel Maines and she wrote this book called The Technology of Orgasm, Hysteria, the Vibrator, and Women's Sexual Satisfaction and she wrote this back in 1999 but we now know that this actually isn't fact okay and it's likely just a myth that everybody thought was super cool and I gotta say it makes me slightly kind of irritated because to be honest or actually I shouldn't say irritated it makes me slightly happy because I never loved the idea like you said that vibrators were invented created and then made popular not because they advanced female sexuality and pleasure but because they you know they saved male physicians from some tough labor and work Exactly. Um, so there was actually a study that came out um, in the Journal of Positive Sexuality in 2018 that found that this story is, in fact, a myth. Um, it was mostly fiction. Maine's embellished a lot of the details and padded her sources and just totally made some parts of it up. Um, but the best part of that is that she was waiting for somebody to call her out on it the whole time. Um, but we all liked it so much. It took us 20 years for anyone to even question her. 
20 so she years. released some yeah 20 years uh she re- even released public statements saying that she never claimed to have evidence um and that she was waiting for people to come out and question it and attack her um but we all liked it so much um yeah we just went with it wow so basically it was this really cool story that everyone accepted as fact you know because it's cool factor Exactly. Yeah, it sounded like a fun story. And like I said, it's kind of what we all expected. Some white dude and he was just fixing women. So true. Wow. It's kind of interesting (laughs) that something, you know, based on just a hypothesis can really, oh, like it can last for so long with nobody questioning it and just everyone accepting it as fact and not really doing, I guess, due diligence and research. Yeah. It seems crazy that it went that long. Yeah, I'd like to think in today's day and age that won't happen anymore, but I don't know. If that's the case, um, it's kind of crazy. Like, we need to know more information. That's why we did a little bit more research. And the truth is this Granville doctor did invent a version of the vibrator, um, but it most certainly wasn't the first ever. And the truth is it was very, very unlikely that he used this by masturbating women to treat hysteria. We know this. Instead, we, he used it as a general massage to help alleviate these ailments, kind of like we use massage now, right? Historians have found adverts from as early as 1904 that showed the benefits of vibrator or massager as they were marketed to help ease stress and tension and those common ailments. One ad even talks about how there are better outcomes were obtained because it alleviated the fatigue of the masseuses themselves. Yeah. So we know that back in the 1900s that there were these ads that were talking about, you know, alleviating common, alleviating common ailments, but they were just for general massage and they weren't specifically marketed for masturbation. And I'll try to actually find some of these ads because they're really cool to look at and hopefully I can post them on the website, but you can see interesting photos of, you know, doctors using to massage, using to massage patients necks or women using it to massage their face or jaw. Um, So it is quite interesting. I'll have to show you. Did you see any of them lens? I don't think I sent them to you. No, but I did Google them when you told me about them and they are pretty, they're like, in a sense, kind of progressive for that time to have used things like massage and relaxation to treat uh, medical issues very ahead of the biopsychosocial model. Right. It's kind of cool. And I think, I think there was a time and you guys will see it a little bit more as we chat, but there was a time that we kind of, or I shouldn't say we, but the medical world kind of you know, deem that totally inaccurate and not great, but we've come a long way. And back in 2020, now we have massage being a regular part of treatment of many ailments, right? Exactly. So yeah, in a weird way, they were kind of ahead of the curve. Yeah. Well, getting back to kind of the history of the vibrator, we know that they were then used for the body for tons and they were marketed both to the physicians and the general public. They were in fact marketed for hysteria Um, but there is absolutely no zero evidence that a doctor ever masturbated a woman with a vibrator for the purpose of treating anything, right? This is the cool story and absolutely zero evidence that confirms it. Which is kind of reassuring because it's a cool story, but it's also an incredibly unethical story. So (laughs) I agree. I'm glad we cleared that. Right? Yeah. So uh, we know how they were not invented, but how were they invented then? You know what? This is turning out to be a really tough question and one that doesn't really see, there doesn't really seem to be a concrete answer for. 
I found one interesting story and it was that historians claimed it was actually invented by Cleopatra. And these historians said that she would fill gourds with bees to stimulate her genitals, similar to a vibrator. (laughs) That is awesome. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine allowing bees to stimulate your genitals? That is incredibly high risk. Like, girl will go to any lengths for an orgasm. I mean, it's not something I think I would do, but I mean, to each their own. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, don't knock it till you try it <laughs> I do have to say though I think that is a much much cooler story than the doctor story because if you ask me that was all about female pleasure instead of saving work for the guys exactly but sadly again we have no evidence that this actually happened and I don't know I don't know if I can believe that it did <laughs> <laughs> The truth that we do know and that likely happened is that the vibrator as we know it today was originally created um, legitimately to be used as a back and neck massager. And then we found, well, in our opinion anyway, that there was a little bit more fun uses for this massager. (laughs) Um, During the time of hysteria, doctors did use it regularly, but in the early 20th century, they realized that they weren't all that they cracked up to be. And in 1950, the, like I mentioned, the American Medical Association actually made a public statement that marked it to be a delusion and a snare, and they were banned for being used in the medical world. Um, Well, that kind of saw the shift into marketing them more to consumers, um, where we started pushing the boundaries and kind of working towards those years of the sexual revolution and starting to advertise them subtly in this other relaxing use way. So the first ad found, um, or the first ad that was found to directly market a vibrator as a sexual appliance was actually back in 1903. And so that was the earliest source of the vibrator associated with sex. That's really cool. But you know, what's crazy is as soon as that kind of advertisement came out, many towns or regions created a law against them. So there was actually this standing law called the obscenity law, which wouldn't allow any device designed or marketed for stimulation of human genital (laughs) organs. That, I think that's obscene. I've seen that they created this law. That is crazy. So I guess that's why they started calling them personal massagers instead. I guess that's true, right? Because if you're just massaging general body parts, it doesn't have to be the genitals. Exactly. It's still part of your body. Yeah, it's true. And I think a lot of them alluded to their use. I think I saw some ads that were talking about the ultimate relaxation for females. Exactly. They were very suggestive, um, but just followed the obscenity law guidelines and didn't have any overt sexual um, suggestions or overt sexual nature to them. Oh, very interesting. Well, the truth is the vibrator as we know it didn't really exist until the 50s or 60s. So kind of like what you were saying earlier of that sexual revolution time. Um, And that's kind of when the ideas around sex changed. There still are the stigmas around it, Um, so it hasn't changed all that much, but we've certainly come a very long way since 1903 and the obscenity laws. 
Yeah. It's crazy. It is. I am so happy. I mean, we have local adult stores and they always have ads on the radio and I love it. I love that we can actually have this conversation in a public, you know, means now talking about actual sexuality and, you know, empowerment instead of just, you know, curing ailments, right? It's not always about curing things. It's often about just enjoyment. Exactly. It's so refreshing that we can actually embrace that aspect of our sexuality. And it's not just that women are baby making machines and the only thing our uh, genitals are good for. Right. I don't know, though. I keep going back to the bees in the gourd, though. <laughs> I weirdly want it to be true. Feel a little funny. Right. Uh, anyway, so guys, that is the history of the vibrator. I don't know if it's one you expected because it certainly isn't one that I expected. Um, but it is something interesting. And now you have a little bit of tidbits and maybe, maybe this can save you in your next trivia night. I don't know. If I ever created a, tri- a trivia, I would definitely be putting in a question about this. <laughs> yes, definitely the Cleopatra question. For you to, I'm so glad that you joined us from this minus 18 white horse location. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to do our next one. Oh, I can't wait either. Just you guys wait what we're going to come out with. All right, Lynn, send us a picture. I meant to say earlier, but send us a picture of the uh, Northern Lights and I'll post it because I think it's pretty beautiful and hopefully our viewers can check out where you are. Ooh, I will. It's supposed to be super freaking cold tonight be some good ones all right awesome well thanks guys and we can't wait to see you for the next episode bye bye